0: Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio Show. Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management has offices in Bend, Eugene, and John Day, serving clients from all over the Northwest. Give us a call today for your free retirement review. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. My name's Tyler Simonis. That guy over there, he's Josh Finelli. And we are partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management here in the wonderfully beautiful Pacific Northwest. Hopefully, you are enjoying your Father's Day weekend. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Uh, we don't. We, I was over, over, uh, over. Not uh, uh, vacation. Over the graduation weekend where my son graduated. Uh, one of his buddies, Kemper True. You know, they had this big video screen videoing the kids walking across the stage. And on his phones, he, he on his phone he put "thanks, mom" and put it up to the screen. And his dad was a little butthurt hurt by that. And so we were realizing that maybe the dads don't get enough credit. So this weekend is all about dads getting credit for doing something good. Hopefully, <laughs> uh, I think the only reason my kid graduated is because my wife, but he's cool because of me. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. th- this is interesting. This comes um, uh, from, uh, where does this come from? Brands with the highest reputation in the US. So these are companies with the highest uh, reputation in the United States among consumers. You're, this, you're not gonna, you'll you never believe that's number one. And when you, I tell you, you'll, you'll believe it. But what do you think the number one brand, consumer brand here in the United States is? Nike. Patagonia. Really? Yeah, that's to me because it's like such an aspirational brand, but I guess it's made it to way more mainstream. So Patagonia is number one, Costco's two, John Deere's three, Trader Joe's was four. That one surprised me. Chick fil A, five, Toyota, six, uh, Samsung, seven, which was weird to me, Amazon, eight. What was weird to me is that Samsung was above Apple. Doesn't that seem weird? Apple was ten on the list. That really it's it's weird. Me. There's there's uh, lots of you know Sony's on there, Honda, Toyota, so lots of Japanese companies. From a there.
2: quality standpoint, I mean, they all most of those Japanese companies enjoy. Really high quality reputation.
1: Yeah, it's just it's a, it's very interesting to me that Patagonia was number one on the list, and it surveyed a lot of American consumers. Um, so we all know that interest-only loans uh, have been a fabric of of the residential real estate market, but they're also uh, re- they've been really popular in the commercial real estate market. Um, in two thousand and ten, only seventeen percent. Of, com- of commercial mortgage-backed securities uh, were interest-only. So, 17% of those loans were interest-only in, in 2010. Uh, in 2021, that had grown to almost 90% of the loans uh, in the commercial real estate. So, when you think about that, in the next th- over the next three years, 1.5 trillion in commercial real estate loans are coming due, um, and obviously, when you think about that. Uh, the interest, to going from interest only where there was 3% or whatever to 7, north of 7%. Uh, The math just doesn't work anymore, and so we're going to see real meaningful pain in the commercial real estate market. I mean, when you look at the big West Coast cities, Los Angeles, nobody wants to work downtown anymore. San Francisco is falling apart. I mean, the biggest Westfield Gallery mall in San Francisco just stopped payment. Uh, Hilton just picked up stakes, stopped paying their loans in San Francisco. I mean, downtown Portland, um, you know, good luck. It's like – I mean, that place is like – Mad Max and Thunderdome downtown Portland. And so, um, you know, it's these big cities have some challenges ahead and, and it's going to get worse over the next three years as these commercial real estate loans come due because, um, you know, most of them, a lot of them were interest only. Uh, and obviously we know the interest rate environment has changed. And commercial real estate loans, by the way, the rates are higher on a commercial real estate loan than it is on a residential loan. So when you think about Residential loan mortgages right now being 6%, north of 6%, that means the commercial loans are going to be higher. And getting, being able to refinance these, especially with vacancy rates, it, it, the math is really ugly. And I, I don't know how this is going to work out. I, I will say that if you have somebody that has a
2: bunch of cash, you can probably
1: get some screaming deals in some of these big cities in the coming years. But all year. of the
2: investment assumptions in commercial real estate, especially like office property, if it's not class A, are like completely and fundamentally upended. Yeah, because we're all gonna stay at home and be so productive. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I mean, don't no, you? No, I agree with don't you. Don't you see that being I, a dilemma? I, 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 I
1: wouldn't want to own a commercial building in one of these West Coast cities. You couldn't pay. You know, if you gave it to me for free, I don't know that I'd take it.
2: I, well, the carrying costs have got to be absurd. It's yeah. Not a, not the. The home run it appeared to be five years ago.
1: So Josh and I see a lot of portfolio mistakes, not just from an investment perspective, but like how people uh, like, you know, structure their money, where they keep it, those kind of things. And so I thought we'd go through some of these real quick. Um, and the first one is portfolio sprawl. So like we, somebody will come into our office and they'll have their money at one place, like a Schwab or a TD or whatever they might have it, uh, Morgan Stanley, wherever they might have a JP Morgan, um, but they'll have. It'll be husband and wife and they'll have something like 15 or 20 accounts. And we say to ourselves, like, w- can you explain to us why you have 15 accounts, why you have each of you have four different IRA, traditional IRAs, why, why you have uh, three trust accounts, why you have, you know, so we, we, we see this all the time where we think of it as like sprawl among, and, and, you know, the person will never say like, I remember a kind of, but I don't really know why I have 15 or 18 accounts. and. You know, we Josh and I sort of are asking a load of question. We know why that's happening, but that's never that's never necessary. The only reason these firms do it, like Morgan Stanley, is they are outsourcing your money management right to a third party money manager, um, and so they need to do open a separate account for you. And all of that's BS. Like that's just a waste of your time, a waste of your money. It, you know, they're going to sell you on this strategy. That's all just nonsense. And so you, you don't need to have all of these accounts. You can consolidate most of the accounts um, into a much smaller amount of accounts because you don't need a different account for a different strategy once you start to hear noise like that you need to grab your wallet and run because your advisor is a doofus and doesn't know what they're talking about <laughs> is, is there a better word should i use a better word no it makes sense um, uh, so w- we often see two um, portfolios that you think they're diversified meaning they have like you know, American Century Large Cap Growth Fund, and then they'll have Growth Fund of America, and then they'll have the S&P 500 Index Fund in there. And you're like, you understand that all three of these funds have Apple in the same proportion, give or take 1%, right? Like, you you have the same exact mutual fund three different ways or four different ways. And so um, there's so much redundancy we see in portfolios. It's unbelievable. Whether it's, you know, people saying, like, I, you know, in inside of my IRA here I have mutual funds and I have ETFs over here and you're like what you understand both of those those two things they own the same securities um oftentimes people will have um securities will see that uh you know they're like i'm gonna wait till i get, I get back to what, what i paid for it or they might have a junk mutual fund in there a junk etf that um they they just haven't cleaned up for whatever reason you need to be going through your account and saying why do i own these things and and you know if you have a, like my dad used to say oh uh, he owned like Freeport Mac or something. And he'd be like, oh, I'm just going to wait to where I get back. You know, Jim Cramer said it's great. I'm going to wait to get back to where I paid for it. And it's like, is that – do you really think that that's the smart way to go about doing it or selling it and buying something that has a bet- better potential to go up? That's how you have to be thinking about these things. So go through your portfolio and your advisor should be going through your portfolio and cleaning up the junk. Like we see accounts where por- – Clearly, an advisor hasn't done anything in years. They just sort of left it, and it's full of junk. So you need to be cleaning up your sort of uh, junky investments. Investments that um, you have in there, thinking it's, you're waiting till you get back what you paid for. That's just a ridiculous investment theory. Um, your asset allocation is not informed by your plan. So like, your life circumstances dictate how your money is managed, right? So not the market. But Josh's situation dictates how his money is managed, and so his asset allocation should be indicative of where he is in his life and what the money he he has, what it's needed for. So, like, his asset allocation for his kid's college savings plan is going to be different than his retirement money, Uh, and so your asset allocation should be dictated by your plan, right? And and oftentimes… Uh, we're not seeing that. And then get your asset allocation right. We see suboptimum uh, asset allocation all the time. Damn. Like We see the worst asset Sup- allocation.
2: Super aggressive accounts that are that are uh, taxable that they're gonna be drawing on first and then uh, really conservative Roth accounts. I mean, it's people are asleep at the wheel and most people don't really pay attention. They just look at that one big pie chart at the beginning of their statement and specific to each account is what's important. It's clear to Josh and I is too many of you
1: are putting too much trust in advisors that don't know what they're doing. They might be a nice man or woman, they just don't know what they're doing and it's your money so you need to take control. All right. If you'd like to be part of the program, you have a question or comment for us, call us 877-670-7117, or you can send us an email by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. When we come back, we're going to talk about backdoor Roths and and Roth conversions. So stick around.
0: Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show.
3: think of when you hear this sound
4: i think a steak on a grill Uh, or maybe my hand when i grab the hot door handle on my truck
2: not
0: where i was going with that
4: well how about sizzling summer savings at wilson's of redmond
0: now you're talking
4: wilson's sizzling summer savings event is one of our biggest sales of the year
0: hot 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 deals store-wide sofas sectionals recliners
3: lift chairs dining and bedroom sets
4: sizzling summer savings on heirloom and englander mattresses and special deals on power adjustable bases
3: quality handmade
1: amish dining and bedroom sets porter designs southern motion and napa furniture designs
4: wilson summer sale is red hot and rolling right now
1: special financing and always free delivery see store for details at wilson's of
4: redmond this thing is sizzling We've got the furniture and mattress for you. Keeping it sizzling since 1962.
5: Hi, this is Paul Heatherman, estate planning attorney in Ben since 1995. Sometimes money added to grief can cause lifetime grudges. One way to avoid these arguments is to make your plan comprehensive. You're going to want your trust to be customized with the personal property gift list so that certain items can be awarded to certain people who really wanted them. This list could be changed without needing to see an attorney to amend your trust. This is Paul Heatherman reminding you to build flexibility into your plan. Call for a free consultation. BendAttorneys.com
2: Every job has a unique set of tools one tool all jobs need is workers comp providing protection for workers and employers if there's an injury safe is oregon's leader in workers comp we have the largest network of workplace safety professionals in the industry to help reduce injuries and we strive to make oregon the safest and healthiest place to work a commitment to safety that's workers comp that really works learn more at saif.com
3: we love it here and we think you will too Welcome to Alpine
4: Meadows. Beautifully kept landscaping, Alpine Meadows has one-bedroom apartments and two-
3: and three-bedroom townhomes that include washer and dryer, beautiful decks, patios, and designer kitchens. Alpine Meadows is conveniently located next to the Dalles, California Highway and minutes away from Orchard Park's nature trails, a place proud to call home. Google Alpine Meadows Townhomes, professionally managed by Norris & Stevens. You enjoy the quiet life, but... You like being close to the action. Living that fits you is at Mountain Glen Apartments, located five minutes away from the Bend River Promenade and downtown area. Mountain Glen's units feature designer oak cabinets, and their two- and three-bedroom units come with washer and dryer hookups. Relax with mountain views from your patio or deck. Mountain Glen Apartments Bend, corner of Butler Market and Boyd Acres Road, professionally managed by Norris & Stevens.
0: Financial Focus Radio Show is online all the time via iTunes, Spotify, and Spreaker. Catch past shows online or by finding us on iTunes.
1: Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. If you'd like to sign up for our e-newsletter, Josh and I do a short five or six minute video in the beginning and end of every month, the 15th and 30th of the month. uh, We talk about what's going on in the capital markets, especially as it relates to our clients' money. So if you want to be added to our e-newsletter list, Go to our website, Northwest Quadrant. Send us an email. Just let us know you would like to be added to that list, and that's the only thing that we'll send you. So uh, the individual uh, investors, AAII, so there's a a big individual investors group, um, American Association of Individual Investors, um, and they poll them all the time to see if they're bullish or bearish, and historically... When they're bullish, you should run for the hills and when they're bearish, you should pile into the market. It's a contrarian indicator historically. Um, So individual investors uh, in the AAI poll uh, haven't been this optimistic since guess when November of 2021 exactly one month before the market peaked. Uh, So uh, they are unbelievably bullish, even though stocks have ripped higher. Uh, and so I would just take take how, that as a, to
2: note how quickly we've switched from fear to greed. Well, it's it seems to change more quickly than ever. Yeah, right? sentiment sentiment diffuses much faster than it did before the information age. But it's just nuts how quickly we went from oversold to overbought. And guess when bear, bearishness peaked in the survey, uh, like. What was it? The, November
1: of last year. Yeah, right. Right after the market had bottomed. I was going to say like mid
2: October, but yeah. right around there.
1: So it's just crazy that that individual investors. And you know what's funny? This this survey is like when you ask so called pros, they're 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 not much better. I mean, they're pretty bad at it too. Um, so there's a really cool. Um, sheet that was done by bloomberg and it's companies that have generated the largest amount of lifetime shareholder wealth in the united states so these are shareholder wealth creation companies uh measured um as of december 31st of 2022 so the top 50 firms um and and this is you know this doesn't mean this just means the amount of, you know, not the best stock performance. It's the ones that have created the most wealth for their shareholders. Um, so Apple is number one uh, over its lifetime. Microsoft is two. ExxonMobil was three. That's interesting to me. Uh, Alphabet's or Google's four. Amazon's five. Berkshire's six. J&J's seven. Walmart's eight. That one surprised me. I thought Walmart would be higher on the list. Uh, Chevron's nine. And Procter & Gamble's 10. IBM was 11. It's interesting. And so what's funny is, you know, people would say, well, where's GE? GE stock is the same place it was in 1997. Yeah, I was gonna say today it's a today, disaster.
2: Friday was the 90. GE rallied and we got uh, the, It reached its 1997 value.
1: Yeah, I mean, so you know, and and that goes to the same like when we talk about people, they shouldn't be picking individual stocks. Um, you know, most people would say, well, Apple's a no-brainer. You, you can, you're never going to get fired for owning Apple. Well, that was the case with IBM. That was the case with General Electric. General Electric has been it's, – it's 80% below – It's all-time high. So it's it's been a disaster of an investment. Um, But there was a time when every professional money manager and retail investor said, oh, you can't go wrong owning GE. Um, That's going to be true of Apple someday. I hate to break it to all you people that love Apple. I think Apple's an awesome business. Um, There's no question about it. They generate cash like nobody ever has. Uh, But someday there's some company out there in the S&P way down on the list uh, that's going to surpass it. All right. So let's talk about backdoor Roth contributions and back and Roth conversions. So, Josh, why don't you talk about backdoor Roth contributions, and then I'll talk about conversions.
2: Uh, backdoor Roth is it's just a type of conversion that allows people that have high incomes that normally wouldn't be able to contribute to a Roth to to fund a Roth despite the IRS income limits. Uh, that for 2023, it's 153 grand for single filers and 228 thousand for married. Uh, people filing jointly, but uh, what you do, if your income is above the limit, uh, backdoor Roth might be a good solution for you, especially if you're uh, relatively young. But uh, first, you've got to fund a traditional IRA account, and if you already have one, uh, you don't need to fund it, but you can make the contribution there. Uh, second, you want to convert your contribution to a Roth IRA. So usually that'll entail some paperwork with your financial advisor or uh, via your custodian, but. Uh, basically you know we do we do a ton of them every year for clients but uh, the, it, that that conversion basically entails moving money from that traditional IRA the pre-tax side over to the post-tax post-tax side uh, you know your Roth your Roth IRA and next uh, step 3 get ready to pay taxes so only post-tax dollars go into Roth IRA so if you so if you're taking that pre-tax and moving it to the Roth side you've got to pay income tax based on your marginal tax liability. Uh, And we only recommend doing backdoor Roths for people that uh, have the tax liability set aside in an after-tax account, say just their savings account or in a brokerage account, wherever, you do not want to pay the tax and destroy the money permanently internal to the conversion. So if you're converting, say $5,000 in a year, you want $5,000 to result in your Roth. You don't want to destroy that money forever inside the conversion itself. So pay the taxes external out of your cash savings on hand. But uh, that's really the most important thing. You know, when you think about like, Is it worth it? It's probably a bad idea if the only way you can pay the taxes due is with money uh, internal to the conversion. Uh, It's not a good idea if you're going to need the money in five years or less because they fall under what's called the five-year rule. So if you don't wait five years to withdraw, you owe taxes and a 10% penalty. Uh, And third, if you're in a super high tax bracket, and uh, I'm not so sure that it's even ever a good idea because the withdrawal from your IRA will push you into h- even higher still. Well, but this is people just making a, so it's
1: a $6,000 contribution and we're not talking about a ton of money. So this is the contribution of 6000 And remember, you know, most of these, remember these people are making over 228000 and that's why they can't make a c- contribution to a Roth. And so chances are pretty high, hopefully, that you have the money laying around to be able to pay the taxes. But so if you're this, in
2: like that 43 federal bracket and you're paying 50% marginal with your state liability, like, oh, I don't know, I don't yeah, know. Yeah,
1: but if you're 28 years old.
2: Yeah. having that money in the Roth is going to serve
1: you because you have the time to make it back and you have the cash on hand. So that's just the Roth that's the Roth contribution so if you're making your you know if you're over 228,000 as a married couple filing jointly or or 138 as an individual and you, you know, this is the only way you can make a Roth contribution because you're you phased out. You have to make that traditional contribution and then convert it to a Roth. The second thing is a uh, is a Roth conversion. So, um, you know, we this is the this is the one that we do more of is is, um, you know, let's say you have a traditional IRA and you go to your accountant and you say, how much of my traditional IRA can I convert this year, uh, and not go up any tax brackets, and what will my tax liability be on that? And so, let's say you convert. 25000 or $50,000 uh, from your traditional IRA to your Roth IRA. Um, like Josh said, we only advise doing that. If you have the tax the money to pay the taxes somewhere else in a in a savings account or a taxable investment account because we don't want any of that money that's converting from the traditional IRA that's going to the Roth we want all of that money to stay invested that whole time so if it's fifty thousand dollars that you're converting we want that to stay invested meaning you know there, none of you know you're not taking thirty percent out of that to pay taxes so those are the two ways that people that are high income earners or high you know that generally can't contribute to a Roth you, you now can can contribute to a Roth 401k uh, and get company match, but um, it, it, you know, if you don't have a 401k, those are two sort of options to think about. But I would make sure that when you're doing it, it you, if you're in that tax bracket, most likely you have somebody work with to help you do your taxes. Talk to them about like the consequences of either doing a contribution, uh, you know, back to a Roth. Contribution or a Roth conversion and help them un- have you understand, you know, the dollar amounts we're talking about and the tax liability associated with that and making sure that you have that money set aside. Uh, so we're not, you know, we're not like screaming fans about this like the rest of our peers are, uh, but we wanted to talk about it. All right. If you'd like to be part of the show, you have a question or a comment, give us a call, 877-670-7117, or go to our website and send us an email, com. When we come back, we're going to talk about giving while you're living. So stick around. Sign up for our e-news today.
0: Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on YouTube or northwestquadrantwealth.com. 100.1
4: 100.1 is News Talk 1110, KBND, Bend.
0: Celebrate Dad with Father's Day savings throughout the store, all weekend long at Coastal.
2: Coastal Farm and Ranch, we're just what the country needs.
0: It's Father's Day weekend. This year, instead of a tie or a last-minute greeting card, get him what he really wants at Coastal, like Ariat Work and Western Jeans. Buy one, get one 50% off for Father's Day. Save $300 on a Kodiak 46-gun safe. Does Dad like to cook? The Grozny Rock Box Pizza Oven is $100 off. Plus, save on mowers and power equipment, gardening supplies, fishing gears, smokers, and more. Stop by and enjoy the Father's Day Cookout Saturday from 11 to 2. Just 50 cents gets you a burger and drink limit supply. Discounted pair of Ariat Jeans of equal or lesser value. Celebrate Father's stay this weekend and sign up to win a new Honda Rancher ATV at CoastalCountry.com.
2: Coastal farm and
4: ranch—we're
0: just what the country needs. Serving Central Oregon from Highway 97 in Redmond.
2: This is Kerwin with Midstate Power Products in Redmond. At Midstate Power Products, you'll find a complete line of Kubota tractors for sale. Kubota is renowned for its compact and subcompact tractors, ag tractors, RTVs, and construction equipment for any job site. MidState Power Products is here to help with the right equipment for the right job. Stop into MidState Power Products in Redmond now to get zero down, zero percent APR for 84 months on select new compact tractors. Now through June 30th, see us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more details.
3: Whether you've lived in Oregon for years or just recently moved here, we can all do our part to protect ourselves, our property, and our loved ones during this wildfire season. Things like keeping your lawn mowed, cleaning up dried leaves and pine needles from your roof and below trees on your property, and giving your home a small fire-free perimeter where fire can't reach. Learn all you can do to stop wildfires at home by visiting OregonDefensibleSpace.org. That's OregonDefensibleSpace.org today. Today I'll get a workout
2: in at the fitness center. Tomorrow, maybe some rafting on the Deschutes River. Or I could go for a swim and spend the afternoon by the pool.
4: It's pretty easy to fill your calendar when you live the life you love at Stonebriar.
2: Walk the nature trails at Pilot Butte, or maybe give Tracy a call. We can go shopping in Bend on Saturday. Sunday, read a book on the deck. And
4: after an active day outside, you come home to gorgeous resort-style one, two, or three-bedroom apartments with cook's kitchens, spacious bath, full-size washer and dryers, computer labs with free internet, covered parking, and my fur babies pets allowed stonebriar is currently accepting applications their beautiful landscape grounds feature two clubhouses and are on highway 20 near 27th and bend google stonebriar apartments for details stonebriar professionally managed by norris and stevens stonebriar apartments
5: the best of resort living are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war in the term life industry. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man aged 45 non-smoker can get a million dollars of coverage for $75 per month. Level rate for 10 years. Or a man aged 50 non-smoker can obtain $500,000 of coverage for a monthly premium of $110. Level rate for 20 years. That's right. Guaranteed level rate for 20 years. If you a smoker, we have great rates available for you as well. At Term Busters, we specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. If you're looking for a new or replacement term life insurance, call today for a quote. 800 786 9161. You're probably paying more than you should. Call 1 800 786 9161. Remember 1 800 786 9161. Sample rate quotes based on preferred non smoker rate class. Exam required to qualify.
0: The mission is clear. Give honest, transparent analysis and actionable advice every week. Make sure to connect with us on YouTube and get our twice-monthly e-newsletter.
1: Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. If you'd like to take one of us up on a free retirement review... Give our office a call if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets. The number here is 800 988. Or go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Send us an email and let us know you'd like a free retirement view, uh, and we'll get you on the calendar. So there was a really good article in Morningstar um, written by uh, Amy Arnott in the beginning of June. It's called Why, it's titled Why ARC Shareholders Are Still Underwater. And so for those of you who don't know, Arc is a, an exchange-traded fund run by a woman named Kathy Wood, who and it was the darling investment uh, of 2020, 2021. You know, she had posted unbelievably good returns, buying a lot of these junk businesses, uh, but her portfolio had done very well, and so. You know, it's funny, you know, the market was bad last year, but she, the ARK the fund lost 70% of its value in 2022. So, you know, wiped out all of those long-term so-called good returns. And so, you know, it, 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 it's come roaring back as a lot of these junk companies have come roaring back. And you say to yourself, well, how come it's still underwater? Well, the negative math of investing is, you know, if, if you lose 10%, you don't get ten percent to get back to even. You have to get twenty percent, right? If you think about the how negative math works. And so, um that's why avoiding big, big catastrophic down years are so
2: vitally important. She lost her touch a bit too. Sold out in NVIDIA before the right. before she, the ramp. Touch? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> she don't write any time. yeah so
1: so, but then you there 's in this in this you can look at uh, the returns of the fund versus the investor in the fund returns, and they 're even worse, and so what 's funny is she had been trouncing the s and p five hundred um, you know, her performance over the S&P was pretty wide, and then she had two back-to-back negative years. She had a, a negative 23% year in 2021 and then a negative 70% in 2022, and then the S&P went ripping by her. And so um, it, it's it's always amazing to us when we – you know, I knew that how this story was going to play out because I remember these charlatan snake oil salesmen in the late 90s um, that had these funds that, that – you know, the Van Wagoneer Fund, and Janus was one of these companies. They couldn't do any wrong, and then, you know – I remember working at a mutual fund company called Pioneer Investments and we had a growth fund and, and we would get calls, Why you why don't you own Cisco? It's like well, Cisco's trading at fifty times earnings and uh they'd have to grow at twenty percent a year for twenty years to justify their stock price and it's a six hundred billion dollar company and this is in nineteen ninety eight. <laughs> and they said, Doesn't matter, you have to own Cisco and it's like, Okay, well, uh, you know, and we know how that story ended, and the same thing is happening uh, with Kathy Wood, and now that the new Cisco is Nvidia, right? So, you know, Nvidia, the, the, in order to justify its stock price, I mean, they would have to take over the world, and, and you know, I mean, they're a trillion-dollar market cap company, and they're a chip company, and you look at chip companies in history, and it's like. They've not been great investments. If you stretch the period out over a long period of time, Intel was a great investment uh, at some point, but then the S and P does its thing, right? And it rewards winners. And and so um, you know we'll probably get some hate mail because Nvidia is the new Tesla. But um, take my word for it.
2: This stuff, everything reverts to the mean investing. It always does. Tesla had a fifteen day win streak here, and Tesla's the new Tesla. Yeah, uh, Friday Friday broke that 15-day streak. I mean, that thing is just Teflon to the moon, is what we say.
1: Well, what I can't figure out does any people understand? Right, investors understand. They they make cars, right?
2: The game is different. You're, and you know,
1: there's like there's been 362 car companies in the United States. And all but one of them have gone bankrupt. And Tesla was – and so General Motors is the only one that hasn't gone bankrupt. Or sorry, Ford is the only one that hasn't gone bankrupt. Uh, The rest of them have gone bankrupt. Most of them don't exist. And, and, and the car business is a terrible business. Like, it, you think about owning Ford, who hasn't gone bankrupt, stocks and so in public. It's not been a good investment. I mean, owning treasuries has been better with much more tax efficiency. And so Tesla's going to be no different, people. Like, explain to me how Tesla is going to be different than General, Mo- General Motors or Ford. What Ford. What is Tesla doing that is different? Explain to me. Somebody, please. Josh, somebody. Self-driving. <laughs> Roofs. They make cars. Solar roofs. Oh, okay. So the math on so solar roofs, okay. It's a distributed energy company. Oh,
2: okay. You're a Gen X fuddy duddy
1: Yeah, okay, we'll see. Okay, so one of the things that comes up in client appointments for our well healed clients, let's call them, um, is that we talk to them all the time about giving while they're alive. So, you know, most of our wealthier clients, their kids and grandkids are going to get a pretty substantial stum- sum. Some. Um, But we say to them, let's say their kids and grandkids are in their 20s and 30s and 40s. We say, you know, your kids are going to get this money when they're, whatever, 60, 65 years old. And then we say to them, what do you think is going to be more impactful for your son and daughter to get this money when they're 30 or 28 or whatever the number is or 68? What's what's more impactful to their life? Uh, Because you giving them the money now. Versus then makes no difference to your life. So let's talk about what that is. And so, you know, they say, huh, we never thought about it that way. And, of course, the answer is it's going to be way more impactful for a 30-year-old to get some money gifted to them than a 68-year-old. I mean, 99% of the time. And so the new gifting limits... The IRS annual gift tax exclusion for this year is seventeen thousand per individual. So, for example, my wife and I could give each one of my kids seventeen thousand each. So I could give my son thirty-four thousand, and I could give my daughter thirty-four thousand, and so could my wife. Or sorry, yeah, no, no, sorry. My wife and I, I could give seventeen thousand to each one of my kids, and my wife could give seventeen thousand to each one of my kids. Each of my kids could get thirty-four thousand, and so um, when you think about uh, the impact that would have and I'm not doing that by the way Fennery, so get over yourselves don't worry they're not listening they're, they're, yeah, they take it anyway so but but just so you know the the gift tax exclusion has gone up to 17,000 it was 15,000 for a long time but this year it's 17,000 and I would just urge all of you that are in a position financially to say you know a lot of your accounts fluctuate by $17,000 an hour um, and so if you were to that meaning they have a very large account so if you were to give that money to your one of your kids or grandkids it would be very impactful to them uh, now versus when you die. And so, you know, we have so many clients that hold on to their money with both hands and, you know, they from my cold, dead hands. It's they start really to say. disconcerting, actually. But it's like, wait, why? Who cares? Like, are you, are, does this, is this part of your ego? Like, are you going to get some reward reward for dying with the most money? I promise you won't care when you're sitting in the nursing home sucking your thumb that you have an extra seventeen or $34,000. And so if you can help your ch- kid or grandkid with the down payment on a house, or a master 's degree, or all the things that they could potentially use use it for now you have to decide if the person 's character and, and they 're going to use it for the right thing, and you might make them write you a, a two page document about what they 're going to use it for i don 't care how you do it, but you should some of you in that in that well healed uh, universe and i 'm not going to tell you what that number is you, only you can tell if, if you have enough. And I guess some people might have 50 million
2: dollars and they don't think they have enough. But well, incentivize them to spend their vacation with you. That's the best use, right? And to do spend it on experiences that you can all enjoy together and uh, create fam- family memories that you'll relish forever.
1: Cuz here's the thing, people, Josh and I go visit we, we go visit some of our clients that are in nursing homes and most of them are women because they live women live the longest. And you know, we we bring their portfolios and their statements and everything and we you know, we have this idea that we're going to review their accounts. And the last thing these people want to do is review their investment accounts. They don't care, right? They're like, we don't care. We just wish I had spent more of this money on more experiences with my family. So the things that are important when you get really old, at least from our experience and seeing it with our client base every single day, is time, you know, no matter how rich you are, you know, Jeff Bezos has the same amount of time that I do. Um, but experiences like experiences with your family or create, having, helping them create experiences, more time with your family and friends is what you're going to care about. Not how much flipping money is in your brokerage account. Nobody, none of our clients have ever said on their deathbed, Tyler, how much is in my account? We do have one client in Lapine that might say that I think, <laughs> but he doesn't call me anymore. called Josh. So, you know, so what you have to ask yourself, if you're in that position, do I really think it'd be more impactful for me to give money to my kids and grandkids, or whoever I'm going to give it to, now when they could meet, it could have a meaningful impact on their life? For a thirty-year-old, most thirty-year-old, seventeen thousand dollars would make a big difference most 65 year olds it's not going. what are they gonna you know I don't know they're gonna go to happy hour a couple more times a week I don't know and I would just say the 30 year old it's gonna be more impactful for so uh, I would just think about it you know we we urge our client base to do it all the time um, because it can be very impactful in, in helping them you know they already have an advantage I get it but you know it's not your fault All right. Uh, If you'd like to sign up for our e-newsletter, Josh and I do a short video in the middle and end of every month where we talk about what's going on in the capital markets and how it affects our clients' money. So go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Send us an email. Let us know you'd like to be added to that
2: list.
0: Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with the Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988.
3: This is a -a once-in-a-lifetime chance to save thousands on a hot tub and swim spa. Today through Sunday, Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center Redmond. Save thousands. Be advised. This is a -a once-in-a-lifetime chance to save thousands on a hot tub and swim spa. Today through Sunday, Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center Redmond. 18-month interest-free financing. Brand-new 2023 inventory. Ready for immediate delivery. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center Redmond. Huge factory incentives, factory rebates, this weekend only. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center Redmond. We can remove your old hot tub. Free delivery of your new hot tub. Come see the revolutionary new swim spa in action at exceptional prices. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center Redmond. Free delivery of your new hot tub. Just relax and enjoy. Today through Sunday. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center Redmond. Today, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Free parking, free admission, free delivery. Deschutes County Fair and Expo Center Redmond. Call 833 spa or visit Hot Tub and Swim Spa. Dot com
4: Hey, it's Lars to tell you why now's the time to get in and test drive at Volvo Cars Bend. Right now, Volvo Cars Bend has very special financing you can't get anywhere else. 4.99% APR, 72 months on XC40s, XC60s, and XC90s. More than 60 new Volvos in stock. 599 for 60 months or 72 months on all other new Volvos. There's a big selection of certified pre-owned Volvos starting at 4.99 APR, 36 months, up to 70. Two months at 5.99. Where else are you going to get this big selection at great rates? Nowhere but Volvo Cars Bend. Now's the time to take a test drive. The safety, quality, luxury, selection, and great rates will have you Volvoed for life. Financing rates on approved credit excludes recharge. Volvo Cars Bend, where we know luxury, on the north side of Highway 97 in Grandview and at VolvoCarsBend.com. And be sure to tell them Lars sent you.
5: Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war in the term life industry. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man aged 45, non-smoker, can get a million dollars of coverage for $75 per month, level rate for 10 years. For a man aged 50, non-smoker, can obtain $500,000 of coverage for a monthly premium of $110, level rate for 20 years. That's right, guaranteed level rate for 20 years. If you if you're a smoker, we have great rates available for you as well. At Term Busters, we specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. If you're looking for a new or replacement term life insurance, call today for a quote. 800-786-9161. You're probably paying more than you should. Call 1-800-786-9161. Remember, 1-800-786-9161. Sample rate quotes based on preferred non-smoker rate class. Exam required to qualify.
3: You never stop pushing to do more, and new R2 Series Excavators from Bobcat don't stop either. From outstanding performance to their incredible versatility, new R2 Series Excavators are designed to push your productivity to the next level. They're loaded with enhanced features for added precision to work more efficiently, and comfort features to make tough jobs easier. Stop into Bobcat of Central Oregon on Crusher Avenue and Bend, or online at bobcatofcentraloregon.com to see the next revolution from Bobcat.
0: Get your free retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Call us today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988.
1: Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. We're going to do one last segment. Segment We're going to tackle some of your emails. So, uh this is interesting um and I just think about it in terms of uh where what was happening the last time the ten year treasury or the one year treasury was where it is now so the yield on the one year treasury bill the u s treasury uh is uh five point two seven its highest level since July of two thousand six a year ago it was three point one percent and two years ago <laughs> two years ago it was point zero five But here's here's why I wanted to bring this up. So let's go back to July of 2006. What was happening? The housing market of all housing markets, right? Like housing, housing was ripping. I mean, we it was those no doc loans. uh, House prices were going. People were, you know, trading houses like they were trading stocks. House prices were were just skyrocketing. I remember uh, I bought a house. I feel like in 2006 or 2005. Anyways, housing the market was on fire. If you remember, that was the first, that was the last um, housing bubble that we saw. And then we know how that ended. But my point in bringing it up is we're today where we sit today, the yield on the one year treasury is the same as it was back then. Yet the housing market was on fire. So, Again, we are not in restrictive monetary policy. All these buffoons on CNBC, the, what's her name? Uh, Sarah Eisen, all these people, if it needs to cut, the Fed needs to cut, it's like, wait a second, we're still historically at relatively easy money. Yes, the pace of rate hikes has been unprecedented, but when if you just take a snapshot of where we are relative to history, we are not in restrictive monetary policy, people. And there's been, his, in, in history, we've had higher rates where we are Now higher Fed funds rates and higher Treasury rates, and the economy was doing better. The economy was growing at six and a half percent. So in order to bring inflation down, we need restrictive monetary policy, which we're a long ways away from. So. It's making me mental to think that everybody is still thinking that the Fed is going to cut. And they even asked him, and he said, oh, yeah, we'll probably cut at some point. It's like you don't have to cut. Stop thinking you're going to cut because all cutting does is creates bubbles, right, and creates you know, – we're just mortgaging our kids' and grandkids' future by creating these ridiculous bubbles that then we have to bail everybody out because nobody can make fiscally responsible decisions. It makes me (laughs) mental, mental. I know that I'm 85 years old in a 47-year-old body, uh, but it makes me mental. I, I, I just can't believe how stupid the American population is as it relates to the economy. <laughs> Am I wrong?
2: Uh, no. And how it works? Idiocracy, that movie, is happening like way sooner than anticipated.
1: All right, we better cackle some emails before I blow a blood bus- vessel in my one of my eyes. Uh, this comes from Wendy. I wonder if this is my wi- my brother's wife. Anyways, we are a dual nope, not her. We are a dual-income couple in our mid fifties with over two million in our four hundred one k's. Should we fa- sacrifice the pre-tax benefit and switch to Roth contributions at work? Uh, so, Wendy, that's a fabulous question. I would say, yes, you should. I'm assuming because of how much you've in your 401ks, you and your husband are making quite a bit of money, uh, which is great. You have a good amount of money saved in your 401ks, which is also great. And so the good news is, Wendy, as part of the uh, SECURE Act, um, now your employer – can also make your match contribution to your Roth side of your 401k. So previously when you made a contribution to your Roth 401k, the match had to go into the traditional side as part of the secure act that has changed. And so Wendy, I would absolutely want to get some money uh, that you could take out tax free. And, and so, you know, so you have, let's call it 15 years before you retire 15 years before you access this money. If you keep working for another 15 years, um, that's going to be a big pile of money. Um, that you can also access tax-free. I don't know if Josh agrees with me, but that's that's how I roll on that decision.
2: Uh, I concur. I'm, you know, the, they talk. We talk about we all this backdoor conversion mic. stuff, and it's like <laughs> for so many people now. What is it? 80 percent of uh, 401k plans now have a Roth option, and we see very few people actually utilizing that side. It's because they're counting. argues the other side uh, the other way. Yeah, because if you think about accounting, they they're the ones that have to deliver the tax bill every year, and so they're
1: trying to minimize that number every year. And so it's one like of the ways they do that is is with these you know pre-tax.
2: When you're a hammer, everything's a nail, and it's just we see the other side and what influences people to spend and who actually spends their money and utilizes the savings that they have to enjoy the best life that they can. And uh, you're never going to regret having more money versus less in a Roth. I think that's the bottom line. Yeah, how you get there can be a challenge
1: sometimes. But all right, we got an email from uh, DM in Ben. I'm not sure if that's supposed to be a joke. Uh, DM says, we have a living trust. Should everything, including our IRAs, be included in it? And the answer to that is, of course, not. Um, and so uh, what he's talking about is I'm assuming this is a revocable living trust. So the revocable living trust gets set up, and the the, the people that set these things up Set them up for a bunch of different reasons: estate planning uh, purposes, uh, privacy reasons, whatever it might be, control of your assets after you're dead. Uh, so this person set up the trust, um, and so then the next step is once the trust is set up, then you have to re-register a bunch of your assets to put them into the trust. And so things like your house, your taxable investment accounts, your some of your bank accounts, um, you know, if you have uh, vacation house, or, or anything that's after tax. The one thing that does not go into a trust is your in individual retirement accounts, your IRAs, um, because the only person that can own an IRA is an actual individual, um, and they have beneficiary designation, so they're going to avoid probate, um, and so. Uh, your IRAs, 401ks, any of those things are not going to go in there. So all of your t- after tax stuff, your taxable investment accounts, your your uh, your like your brokerage account, your house, um, your bank accounts, savings accounts, all of those things are going to go inside of this trust. Vacation houses, valuables are all going to go inside of this trust. And what happens when you die is essentially. The government looks at you and says, "This person's essentially broke. They have retirement accounts, but you know they, they don't have anything past that because guess what? Your trust owns everything, uh, and, and so that's why you're essentially dying broke. But the IRAs can't be in there. Some attorneys we see this once in a while where they make the trust the beneficiary of their IRA. We're not big fans of that. There might be a specific reason, um, but once you do that, you lose control of sort of the tax ramifications. And then lastly, Kevin O. doesn't say where he's from. Is it a good time to invest? I've been on cash and I'm not sure if it's a good time to get in the market. I mean, always, Kevin. I mean, markets are up 80% of the time, right? So if you look at uh, since the stock market has existed here in the United States, 80% of years the stock market is positive. Um, You know, so here's what happens. I don't know your situation, Kevin, but, you know, it's, 20 years from now, the market is you're going to laugh at how low the market seems like it is relative to where it is in 20 years. And so, you know, the, the problem is is what happens the 30 days after you make your investment is going to determine whether you think it's a good idea. So what we do is we say dollar cost average, pick a 12 month period of time and invest, uh, divide your money by 12 and invest it one month, uh, you know, a month at a time. That's called dollar cost averaging and then you won't get the market high and you won't get the market low. All right, that's our show this week we appreciate you listening we'll see you next time remember buy low sell high
0: Any opinions expressed herein are given in good faith and are subject to change without notice and are only correct at the stated date of issue. Past performance is not always indicative of future results. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Securities, financial instruments, or strategies mentioned may not be suitable for all investors. Prices, values, or income from an investment mentioned in this report may fall against the interest of the investor, and the investor may get back less than the amount invested. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and is not intended as a recommendation of particular securities, financial instruments, or strategies to you. Before acting on any recommendation on this material, you should consider whether it's suitable for your particular circumstances, And if necessary, seek professional advice.